Welcome to the RV Dreaming Podcast. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the RV Dreaming Podcast. I'm your host, Stuart, from Stuart Doing Stuff on Instagram. Have I told you recently how much... I really appreciate you guys tuning in every episode and engaging and commenting and, and your emails and everything. I just, I really appreciate all of the engagement and, and all of the feedback that I get from you guys. So if you haven't already done so, feel free to email me, Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, at rvdreaming.tv, or you can reach out to me on Instagram through your instant message at Stuart Doing Stuff, or you can call our hotline, 714-623-9824. And I'll get your information there. So let's dive into this episode because everyone always asks, how much does it cost to do what you do? How much does it cost to live on the road? And I, my default answer is always, well, it depends because people travel differently. You know, how many people are traveling? Is it you and your partner? Just you? Is it you and a family? How often do you eat out? You know, do you stay in campgrounds? Do you boondock? There's so many variables that it's really a hard question to, to have a single answer to. So instead of trying to give you your info or tell you how much you're going to need to spend uh, when you're traveling, I figure I'll just kind of give you an idea of what I spent uh, this past month in August of 2023, because this was a busy month for me. I, I did a lot of a lot of traveling and a lot of sightseeing, a lot of touristy things. So one of the first things that you're going to have to realize when you're doing this whole full-time travel is you're kind of going to different modes. You're kind of just in a maintenance mode where you might just be, if you're working from the road, just kind of staying in one spot and chilling. And then you kind of go into what some people may say, like vacation mode. Mode, where you're, you're going to splurge a little more on touristy activities or dining out or, or something like that. And for me, this, this month was, or August was, was a little both. I'm going to kind of walk you through, and if you've been following me on Instagram at Stuart Doing Stuff, you'll know kind of my agenda. But I started out in British Columbia still. I was in Canada. So I went from a campground in Harrison Mills, British Columbia, to Vancouver, Mount Vernon, Washington, to Thunderbird, to Renton, uh, Washington, to Paradise, uh, Thousand Trail to Yakima, Washington, Walla Walla, Washington, and then into the Walea Whitman National Forest, to Boise, Idaho, and to the Lava Hot Springs right outside of Idaho Falls. It's kind of in between, say, um, Idaho Falls and uh, Salt Lake City, kind of right in the in the middle of there. So in all, in, in August of 2023, I traveled about 1,242 miles, which was my estimation. So the biggest thing, and I always said, I always thought that my biggest expense was fuel. And I seem like I'm putting gas in this thing like left and right. But when I did my numbers, gas was one of the cheaper ones, $500.94. $500.94 for gas in in August. And, and that kind of, I, I had to do a couple double takes on that because I thought it was going to be a lot more. But the reality of it is I ended up staying in a lot of different spaces and it, it, it turned out, it turned out okay. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't horrible. That number to me, and I thought about it because it's like true. I'm putting maybe like eighty dollars in every every week, maybe every ten days or something like that, and, and it and it makes sense. It to, to me at first it didn't. It seemed like it was low because I've always told myself gas is my biggest expense. But as we go through these numbers, you're gonna realize no, it wasn't. 
Now, remember, I was kind of in vacation mode when I was up in Canada, and then I was definitely in vacation mode when I was in Walla Walla, Washington, because that was a, another Harvest Host weekend. You can kind of see how I spent money on that weekend by listening to the previous podcast where I compare the Harvest Host versus Campground episode. I talk about how much money I spent at these Harvest Hosts over that one weekend in Walla Walla in, in that episode, so you can go back and listen to that. But in August, between that trip, which was a big one, and my uh, 10 days in Vancouver in Canada, those two were kind of like my really big, what would you say, uh, spoiling uh, vacation days. So probably about 14 days out of that month were more vacation mode than saving mode or living mode. I ended up spending almost almost $1,000 on food and drinks during that month, $997.87 in dining out, entertainment, food, beverages, things along those lines. I did spend some time, like I spent a week in Paradise Thousand Trails, and that was just kind of to recover from all my go, go, go. So I took a week off and kind of hibernated, so I didn't really spend any money there. That was where a lot of my $460 in groceries was spent at. $460 in groceries purchased between the week of when I was over there, when I was in Yakima, when I was uh, boondocking once in Cracker Barrel and Boise, and kind of just hiding out. I was uh, three days in Mount Vernon, at the Thousand Trails up there in northern Washington as well. So just van camping and just kind of living $460 in groceries, which isn't totally all that bad. Uh, health and wellness, whatever that means, $307. Uh, okay, so let me look at a couple smaller categories before I'm going to get into travel. My travel fees, which include parking, all my all my associated expenses with this lifestyle I'm going to get into. Starlink, $145. Shopping, $165. I think I bought some shoes and some you know little knickknacks along the ways on that, that shopping. But let me go back to this travel budget. So when I was preparing for this episode, I said, let me find out if I can clump all of my living expenses into like for van life and RV life into just one bucket. So I included all of the fees I use in parking because let's say like when I was in, uh, where was I? It was in Vancouver and I stayed at some 24-hour overnight parking spots and I went into touristy areas where I paid for parking. I put that into this travel fees. My membership fees and, and such with the Escapees RV Club I put that in there. That's my mail service, my domiciling, any postage, any any of that kind of stuff I put into this travel pile because you'll probably need a domicile and an address and stuff like that when, when you're in there as well. I included uh, my uh, prorated share of my Harvest Host membership as well because I, I paid for that. Uh, my FMCA, Family Motor Coach Association, is where I get my mobile hotspot. It's $160 a month for an unlimited AT&T mobile hotspot. I had storage. I had a storage unit that I have moving from uh, Denver to Yuma, where I'm going to pick it up later on this year. So that's, uh, I, I think, like 90 bucks that I have in storage fees. And then um, I paid for a deposit for September for the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno, Nevada. I paid that in uh, in August, so that's going to get counted in here. It should really go to September, but I, I put it in here. And then I bought some tickets to a an event in Las Vegas that I'm going to be heading to in October. Uh, so that went into my travel budget. But but overall, I would say the, the, the total amount, I'm going to give you this here, the total amount I spent in this category was the largest next to food and drinks. It was $1,230. 
$1,230, including all parking fees, escapees, the event I'm going to in October in Vegas, my harvest host, my FMCA hotspot storage, and uh, RV deposit. So let's take out the RV deposit. Uh, that was a couple hundred bucks. Let's take out the storage at $90. So now we're at uh, $290 we're taking out. The uh, trade show, I think that was like 100 So let's take it out 300 So let's say that's, uh, you know, just under 1000 bucks. In, in that big old travel kind of um, thing. And, th and that is um, that was high because in my time in Vancouver, I did a, I spent a lot of parking fees and and all that. So that's kind of uh, where where I spent my money. That was a that was a big surprise that the travel and just my my normal overhead. Uh, and that includes insurance and all the other kinds of stuff too, by the way, was so high. But it was also as high as my food and drink. So it was an odd it was an odd month. I think when I do this in September and kind of go through the budget again, I'm going to see, we'll do another episode on it, but we'll see how the August numbers compared to the September numbers because my September travel is a little different than it was in, in August. It's going to be more like normal routine travel and not going as far as opposed to the vacation mode travel that I was on, you know, a good portion, I say 60% of the month of, of August. So there are some differences there. There are other differences too that um, you can look at and you can manage your spending. And we're going to talk about that next, right after this here on the RV Dreaming radio podcast. Find us online. RVDreaming.tv. Remember to hit that subscribe button. We're going to talk more about money coming up and how you can customize your own budget for RV life coming up next on the RV Dreaming Radio Podcast.
Join the conversation. Leave us a voice message on our hotline. 714-623-9824. That's 714-623-9824. 714-623-9824. Leave us a voice message. You might just hear yourself on an upcoming episode of the RV Dreaming Podcast. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is we'll get older, older. So let us dance this side away. dreaming is all about that's about getting out on the road and exploring the country and not just the united states but canada and mexico there's a lot of time as we're getting into the winter months coming up here we're in september right now as we're getting into november december you're going to see a mass number of people on the youtube channels that you watch and the bloggers and the other podcasters you're going to hear more about people heading down to mexico to Puerto Penasco, to the Baja, to the peninsulas. And and down there, the, the weather is better in the winter. It's cheaper. And with Starlink satellite internet, more people are working remotely from down there. It's, it's kind of a really much different place in the winter than it was even three or four years ago, mostly because of remote work and because of Starlink satellite internet. So just watch. You're going to see a lot of people going down there, and you're going to see a lot more videos and content about RVing in Baja and RVing in Mexico coming up in the next um, several months as we approach the end of the year. So about that, 
how can you shrink your budget? How can you take what I spent here? Let me do quick math here. Hey, Siri, what is 500 plus 1,000 plus 460 plus 307 plus 1230 plus 145 plus 165? 3,807. Okay, so let's look at this basic number here. Gas, food and drink, groceries, health and wellness, travel, Starlink, shopping. For me, that was a grand total of 3,800. Oh, gosh, where did it go? $3,800. It was, it was somewhere around. I just asked Siri. It was like $3,800. How can you shrink that number if you need to shrink that number? Well, the easiest way to do it is gas. I traveled 1,200 miles in August. You can easily not do that. You can easily travel 20 miles. If you're a Thousand Trails member, you can go from where I was at in Washington from one part to another in less than 50 miles. And that, if you don't move and you do a two-week or three-week stay at 1,000 Trails, and then you drive 50 miles, and then you do another two or three weeks and another 1,000 Trails, that's going to cut your, your gas by like a gazillion percent. I mean, like, a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just some basic math there. So the more you stay in one spot and the less that you travel, you're going to chop away at one of the biggest expenses of RV life, which is your gas. And at 4 or $5 a gallon right now, especially up in, in big areas like up in Washington or Seattle or whatever, that's a huge, huge number. That's your easiest way to save money is just by slowing your roll. And when you do that and you're, you're going to stay at a campground like at a thousand trails, you're going to have amenities like showers, laundry facilities. You're not going to have parking fees. You're not going to have any of that. The same could be said about boondocking. If you're not a thousand trails member, you can easily get out there and just do some boondocking on public lands. And they have a normally a 21 day stay limit as well, which is the same stay limit that most thousand trails, even on your upper packages have. Some of them on the lower packages are 14 days, but the big, the bigger packages are 21. So even if you have a bigger a thousand trails package that you're paying for you can do that but if you don't you can go and spend three weeks out at a uh at a, at a blm land and then every two or three weeks you just go into town and you dump and fill your tanks and and most dump stations charge anywhere between five and ten maybe fifteen bucks so that would be your benefit there if you're out in the area where you have your solar you can do the dry camping and the boondocking that's going to be your biggest way that you can cut out a lot of expenses. The second one, obviously, is groceries and food and drink and entertainment. What I have found personally is when I'm out in the boondocks, if I'm boondocking, you know, 15 miles away from the closest grocery store, from the closest bar, from the closest entertainment center or whatever, your your options for entertainment are, are pretty rare. You have nothing to spend money on. I mean, I'm not going online and buying all this shopping stuff and everything else like that. I'm, I'm finding things to do outdoors. So I'm biking more, hiking more. I'm maybe taking the razor out if I have that with me. I'm doing more outdoorsy stuff that doesn't cost money. So there's benefits to being out there in the boondocks and, and boondocking out where really your only source of entertainment is, is you and the people that you're with, your traveling companions or whatever. That is another way just to be able to to really save some money. Now, Thousand Trails has parks inside of, you know, close to urban areas or close to towns or whatever, but there's also some that are really far away as well. And so when I'm just traveling by myself and I like to be 
kind of off the grid a little bit. I'll go do some boondocking, but I also do Thousand Trails. I'm a member. So I did that when I was uh, at the uh, Paradise uh, Thousand Trails for, for a week or 10 days or so. I just want to go and hide and unplug. I'm going to plug in. Uh, that way I get power. I can run my Starlink. I can get some work done. And, but th- that park was, was 20, 30 minutes to the closest city. So it's not like you're going to be tempted to run into town for dinner, for example, or something. You're going you're gonna to cook and you're going to do what you, what you have. You're going to use what you have in your rig. And that's a, a huge cost savings. Starlink, that's a fixed cost. If you're going to have it, you're going to have it. But if you're going to need to stay mobile, I recommend having multiple options. Like between my Starlink and $145 a month and my uh, um, $80 or 60 I think it's 60 or $75, I forget what it was, for my FMCA unlimited plan, you know, I'm talking $200 plus my cell phones as well. You know, that's not including just my normal cell phone plan that I have with my Verizon and my iPad has a, a, a data plan as well. And so does my Apple Watch. So all those costs kind of really do add up. You know, another thing that I've, I've realized about spending is where I'm at, like if I'm if I'm in a town, like if I'm in a big city or if I'm boondocking or somewhere, I'm more likely to go shopping, whether to a shopping mall or buying something on Amazon and having it shipped to an Amazon locker. I'm more likely to be spending money on stuff like that uh, or maybe going to a movie than I would be being out and about. So strategically placing yourself in areas that, uh, have less money options, you know, that that's a uh, that's not a bad thing to do. Another thing that and I'm going to kind of go opposite here because I, I just remembered it. So in one of our previous full time Freedom Week sessions, we talked about budgeting and there's uh, actually they were guests on this program a little bit ago. The, the Myers, the World Share family, Joe Myers, they travel with kids and they spend more money on campgrounds and resorts so they might spend $80 a night at a campground that is higher end that has pools and hot tubs and rec rooms and mini golf courses and all the different facilities for their kids like playgrounds and stuff like that and and activities coloring this and that because they have this concept they realize this they realize for them it's better to spend more money at a campsite that has more amenities than it is to go out those gates and do something out in the town. Because the minute you go out into the town, this is from Joe Myers, the minute you go out into the town, the minute you leave those gates of the RV park, he says it's an easy $100 from getting ice cream for the family to parking, to shopping, to picking up souvenirs or a t-shirt here or dinner out or appetizers or whatever you were doing. He goes, the minute we leave that RV park, it's $100 no matter what we do. So it's easier for them to say, we're going to spend $80 a night at this RV park and not leave because there's so much stuff around us to do than it is going out and spending $30 or $40 a night on a cheaper campground with less amenities where we can find our entertainment out there. It's cheaper to pay a little bit more on the front end and be entertained and be satisfied. So that's another way that they do it. So it really kind of comes down to your particular style on what you want to do, how many you have in your family. Budgeting is just such a tough topic because everyone's unique, everyone's individual, and everyone has different priorities. Money is one of those things that you just 
I, I don't know. You you spend it differently than I spend it, and what's expensive to you may not be expensive to me or vice versa. There's just so much to talk about, but we're going to wrap it up coming up right after this. This town's so Well, thanks for listening to the RV Dreaming Radio Podcast. That's going to do it for this episode. Please 
reach out to me on our hotline, 714-623-9824. Be sure to send us an email, stuart at rvdreaming.tv, or find us online, Facebook, Instagram, any of those ways that you can find us, or reach out to me through my personal account, Stuart Doing Stuff on Instagram. I'd love to hear your feedback and hear your comments and kind of get an idea as to what you prioritize in your spending when you're traveling on the road. In the meantime, enjoy your travels, make them safe, make them fun, and make them memorable. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the RV Dreaming Podcast. See the action on Instagram. Stuart doing stuff. Hear about it on the podcast. Be sure to subscribe. We'll see you in the next episode.